1: plushcare.com slash loss
2: Welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Stu Blake.
0: Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we've got another sponsor to tell you about. Phil Supreme. They're a nationally recognized brand who offer only the very highest quality of natural supplements. Their extensive range includes a range of medicinal mushrooms, nootropics, anti-aging products, gut support products, green powders, vitamins, and much more.
2: Yep, they've worked with fighters from all the top promotions, including UFC, Bellator, Brave, and Cage Warriors, with a solid reputation of providing results. So check them out on Instagram, which is at Phil underscore Supreme. Or their website, www.phillsupreme.co.uk, and make sure you use the code MMAFAN for a cool 15% off your first order. Don't say we don't spoil you. Hello, and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. I am Blake Harrison, and joining me, as ever, my co-host, the Robin to my Batman. (laughs) The little (laughs) mole guy to my Danger Mouse. What? stew with him was he a little mole what was he there was yeah, danger mouse penfold penfold that's him yeah, 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 yeah the penfold to my danger mouse it's only whipping.
0: you only you can try and big me up in an intro but it'd just be so underhanded and just a real <laughs> sly dig that's what has it sort of roll with the podcast well i'm more like sort of the penfold to his danger mouse <laughs> cheers
2: <laughs> you're like a How giant penfold <laughs> i'm good you're good good. i'm all fine i'm all fine um got a slight i don't know if i said this on one of the episodes got a slight foot injury at the moment from uh training for the old half marathon that i'm doing so i've got a bit of physio going on with that at the moment but should all be fine um but other than that the training was going well until i injured the foot and other than that all good we as you uh, we're recording this um on the twenty seventh of February, I'm not sure when we're going to release this episode because it's part of our UFC London extravaganza. Yes, um, and we've got a cracking guest for you on today. He's co-main event of the UFC London card that's going on on March nineteenth, and he's probably it's probably the biggest fight of his career so far in terms of like I name so. name value of the opponent and yeah. stuff like that. Of course, we are talking about uh, Arnold Allen. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this chat, aren't we? The return of Arnold Allen. The return. Like, these people are
0: so nice. They come back. Yes. They have such a good time on this podcast. So, yeah, it was great to catch up with Arnold. Um, he was... Uh, he was his usual. Just so chilled, and not he?
2: He's so chill. I mean, we did catch him quite early in the morning. <laughs> He's only just yeah, yeah, to get up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was... Um, it, it is super chilled, and as I say, I mean, this fight is a massive fight. He's fighting Dan Hooker. I mean, Dan yeah. Hooker, as we all know, uh, has come up against some adversity recently with you know the Makachev fight, the Chandler fight. But in between those was Hack Prast and he dealt with him incredibly well uh and dan hooker's a bit of a fan favorite he is someone that you know he goes to war you look at those fights with poirier with uh with paul felder with people like that he really puts on phenomenal displays and uh and he is a bit of a a, a fan favorite uh he's definitely a favorite of mine as well so um yeah it's it's definitely the biggest fight i think of, of arnold allen's career so far and a win here he'll be on a nine fight win streak and um He could hopefully be looking at some kind of title shot soon. Who knows?
0: absolutely absolutely so on this episode uh this mainly focused about the lead up to to, to the london card we talked to arnold about his training and and he's training with some absolute legit beasts at the moment we you know you'll find out about that as the podcast unfolds but yeah it's a real good chat if you want to hear us talk to arnold a little bit more about um him and his career then go to check out the the first time that arnold guested on the podcast but we'll, we'll tell you all about that after this podcast
2: anyway should we get on with it let's get on with it ladies and gentlemen. Here is Arnold Almighty. Alan. <laughs> Arnold Allen, how are you mate? You good? Yeah, mate, good yourself. Really good, mate, really good. We're loving the t-shirt. Arnold is numero uno. Do you want to do you want to give it a little flaunt? You gonna... Yes. There Love it mate.
1: is. Love numero mate. uno. Look at
2: that. That's it. Plug it. Plug it. Um mate, so happy to have you back on the show. We haven't had you on since um I think it was like March you were one of the first guests was, we had on this show I About, did. it's like episode five or six or something like that, and we um and it was before your Sadiq Yusuf fight uh yeah. and obviously we would have loved to have had you on again sooner, but sadly as as is the story uh, unfortunately at times is there's either cancellations or injuries or whatever it is that, that prevents you from getting back in the octagon. But we're looking forward to March nineteenth. It's been about three years, almost to the day, that you yeah. fought in London on on home soil. How are you feeling about getting back and fighting in the UK? Yeah, I'm looking
1: forward to it. It's going to be nice. it's uh sounds like it's going to be a big event as well. So a lot of talent on the card. A lot of uh a lot of excitement for a big event in London. So yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for it.
2: Yeah, I mean it does look like one of the best kind of London cars we could have had. It's absolutely stacked.
1: Yeah, yeah, top to bottom is stacked in it. And it's a lot of um like the next generation guys, you know, like not, there's not a lot of the sort of veteran. There's all twenty five, twenty seven, twenty sort of yeah. you know, the next the next era of British fighters, so yeah, it's wicked.
0: Oh, when the London card got announced, and hmm. and the UFC, I, I don't know how this works. I presume the UFC getting in touch with you and say, you know, we want you to fight on this card. When that happened, was it always going to be Dan Hooker? Was there any other anyone else in the mix before it? What was what was sort of thrown
1: around? Uh, no, that was that was the only offer. They just said. Uh,
2: it looks like this is going to be the fight. I'm like, All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Brilliant. Was was there any ever any talk of you main eventing the card? Because that's uh-uh. a massive fight. You and Dan is is a really big fight. And when I first heard that that was in the in the works, Aspinall I think was booked to fight Abdurakahimov. He wasn't fighting Volkov at this stage. And I was thinking, I think Arnold Allen Dan Hooker. That's a main event fight. I'd love to see that for five rounds. Was there talk yeah. of you main eventing?
1: uh yeah yeah there was a bit of um and ah about it about what was going to go on they didn't sort of let us know initially because we just wanted to know if it three rounds five rounds like what were we prepping for but uh like uh we're not sure <laughs> then uh after yeah after a few weeks obviously they got Aspil confirmed and uh they, yeah then we knew what was going on but yeah there was a little bit a little bit of could have been might have been sort of thing
2: Was that disappointing to think that you could have headlined the card, or were you just like, were you just happy to? Because it's a big name, Dan Hooker. It's a big fight. Yeah. Uh, wow, not disappointing. But I mean, I think
1: someone like Tom, he deserves, he deserves everything. So, for sure, it's cool. But um, no, just happy to be fighting again. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And I want to touch on training because from from what we're seeing, you seem to be in
1: the UK um yeah yeah, yeah. how how come Uh, you're not in Canada for this one Arnold uh just things all sort of shut down there it was a bit difficult training and whatnot and I don't know if you've seen the news it's been a bit wild in Canada so yeah yeah but um I'm still working closely with uh Faraz Sahabi he's still going to be in my corner I've been sending him all my training footage and he's been watching all the tape and giving me advice kind of like being back there but yeah, yeah, no, it's,
0: it's been good. has so, been good. And so yeah, to, to touch on that, what you just said there about watching tape and that, when it comes to sort of fight plan and how much involvement do you have in that? Is that something that you just leave to your coaches and then they, they then go, right, this is, this is the fight plan, you know? And in regards yeah. to watching tapes, do you sit in there with them and watch tapes and do you pick out things and go, look, this is what I've just seen on that? Or is it something that is then just put together by your team and then presented to you?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, I have a plan myself. Like, there's things I, I pick up on initially, but I don't really watch much tape myself. I leave it to the coaches, and yeah, they've had way more experience with this sort of thing than me. And they watch the fights, and uh, they tell me what to do, and I listen, and I will perfect it in training. That's, yeah. that's I'm not really interested in watching the same tape over and over and over. Yeah, so yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. And in terms of training in the UK, have you been uh, at multiple different gyms have you been at, at one gym how's it been in finding your 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 the gyms and training partners and all that stuff in the uk
1: yeah uh so i've been training at bkk in Colchester. it's sort of the first sort of mma gym I, I was at and then i've also been training up at renegade in birmingham uh three times a week so they've got some really good sort of top level guys up there obviously i've been making the training uh trip there for sparring and Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a sort of good fit.
2: Is that uh, Leon Edwards, uh, Jim Renegade? Yeah, that's the that's the one. Have you had any interactions with Leon? Has he been sparring at all with Leon, or has he been kind of having downtime at the moment?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've had a few rounds in with Leon. To be fair, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's good.
2: (laughs) Well, that's and that's the thing is, it's so lovely to hear about like. British fighters from different gyms, but they can come together to try and help each other out to further that kind of, the cause as it were, for for British MMA to finally get more champions, more higher ranked athletes. And I mean, I think it's, I mean, Leon looks like he should be getting a title shot next. Mm. I think he's deserved that for a long time. But other than Leon, I think you're the highest ranked British fighter as far as yeah. I'm aware, off the top of my head.
1: I think that's, I think that's right,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think um, Yeah, we all, we all ranked seventh, I think, in the featherweight division at the moment. And yeah. I don't think there's anyone ranked any higher than you. I know uh, Joanne Woods obviously lost a couple of fights recently, so I think she, she dropped down. And I don't think there's anyone ranked higher than you. So it's lovely to hear about guys at the top, but from different gyms still helping each other out to move that British cause further.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's really good. They they've got some great guys out there. I, I see you had uh, Jay Herbert on here. Um, yeah, after. I've been obviously training with Jay as well. So, yeah, he's he's class. He's great. But they they just got a room full of like top top talent up there as well. So it's been a, it's been really good. Well, I mean.
0: If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Walk us through the sort of process of like walking through the door for the first time. I know when we first had you on... You know, you, you you spoke about what it was like walking in. and All of a sudden, it was like right, Arnold, jump in with George, and and that blew your mind, and and, and rightly so because it's GSP. But then to, to also walk into you know into a gym and be, and be surrounded by you know other like legit high ranked like prospects, you know like Leon and such like what what what's the kind of sort of protocol? Is it just like a couple of mates going to say hello and then like right, should we jump in or he's there like what what how does it
1: work? Yeah, I dunno, I'm a bit to be honest, I'm proper awkward as well. So <laughs> I'm a bit if you to talk to someone or like actually make a friend or something, I don't know, like that. But uh once the training is fine, but it's just like I just stand in the corner and put myself away until someone says hi. But yeah. Nah, it's uh yeah, they're really they're all sort of hands on. Leon's been mega helpful. Uh Jay's been great as well. Aiden Lee's there obviously, so but yeah, for me, I'm I'm that's not the training just actually interacting with people i've never met before
2: i'm kind of like thinking the whole way like oh what do i say what to do, I do? Yeah. but um yeah do you, get, do you get nervous about that at all like like even just like meeting new people stuff like that is that something that you ever feel a little bit anxious or nervous about
1: yeah 100 percent. i'm proper shy with that stuff i'm uh yeah yeah i'm always and then always thinking like what if I get to the gym and I don't like the people? They don't like me. What if the training's no good? I'm no good. They're no, you know, it's just, but uh, nah, it's, it's after a couple of sessions there, it's, uh, everyone's doing the same thing as me. We're all normal and, uh, we're all there to train. So, yeah. And
2: how does that translate into like media obligations? Like you're, you're doing this for us and I, I like yeah. to think, yeah, you know, we've had a little bit of a chat on social media and stuff every now and again, but you know, the bigger fights you get, you're ranked seventh now, a win over Dan Hooker. Propels Mm -hmm. you a bit further forward. I know he's not ranked in the featherweight division at the moment, but he's a huge name and it really puts you out there. You'll get more media requests and more media requests. And, you know, one side of that is great because, you know, it might mean more sponsorships and more money and all that kind of bigger opportunities. But the flip side is you will be pulled in multiple directions by people (laughs) you don't know saying, come and chat to us, come and chat to us. Do you feel okay with? The media side of this kind of stuff. Now, I mean, you're always—I have to say—you're always great on the MMA hour. Like yeah. I, I was listening to, I read, like I—I I think I mentioned in our last chat, the first time we spoke on this show, I remember saying to you that I—I I thought your first appearance on that was fantastic, and mm-hmm. then recently when you were talking about like the the truck stops and all that <laughs> kind of stuff, and yeah. the chair—the chair that you cannot sit on when you go to a <laughs> truck stop shower, that's, that's and good. all that stuff. It's, like I think you always come across incredibly well on that stuff. Is yeah. that is that because Ariel's really good and he makes you feel very very comfortable, or, or do you find the media side of it like a different a different thing? I, th- I suppose what I'm driving at is that I can sometimes feel uncomfortable meeting new people, but I kind of think when I do media stuff for a TV show or something, I'm generally aware of the basic questions they're going to ask me, so I can sort of rehearse yeah. that a little bit, and so I know what I'm saying, so I'm comfortable. But and I do think of them as slightly different things. Are they different to you? Are you comfortable with the media now, or or do you sometimes still get a bit uncomfortable with that?
1: Uh, no, I'm, I feel more comfortable with it now. Uh, the media—it's part of the uh, part of the job now, isn't it? It's yeah. like you say, the sponsors, the the fights get bigger, the more media you do, the more people want to talk to you. So it's along with your skills and all that. It's another thing you have to work on and sort of not practice, but sort of get comfortable with. But um. I remember my first interviews uh, for a fight, and uh, my first pro fight. I got an interview. They put a camera in my face. They asked me, "Like, uh, how do you think you're gonna win?" <laughs> I was just like, "Uh huh." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, you're gonna knock him out, <laughs> decision, uh, submission. I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> But the I thing
2: lived. is, that's honest. That's what
1: you yeah, don't know. I, I didn't even say anything. I just said, oh. <laughs> I it. I'm like, Do you want to elaborate? I'm like, No, nah, not really. <laughs> I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> no must have been the worst interview I've ever said. Well, I never saw it actually. I never saw it. So I'm sure it didn't get anywhere. Well, well
0: yeah. one of the meetings that you did make a very good impression uh, at. Uh, was at a media obligation at the UFC viewing party where you met Blake. Uh, I wasn't there, no. unfortunately, but, uh, but I was like, how was it last night, Blake? You went, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I got to meet Arnold. He like, it, it was really cool and like yeah, gave him a hug. And, oh, man, that guy's back. He's hench. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he went, right, he went so a little before- bit doughy-eyed <laughs> and started talking about your back, Arnold.
2: <laughs> All right, no, let's clear this up right now. Okay, so when we were there, we did, we met, yeah. uh, nice, uh, we had uh, a little hug or whatever, and then um, and you, your back is... Very muscular, Arnold. <laughs> I'm just you know, it, it's a muscular back. And then when the lads, but w- 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 well, the thing is, when I was because like we we're in like a, a little, we got a little WhatsApp group. Me, Stu, and then Scribius Pip, and Brian Lacey, who you yeah. know we do the 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 pre-fight shows sometimes on this, and we're in little little WhatsApp group. And obviously, I was thinking to myself, God, like it's amazing because I was like, he must be so like incredible in like. Clinch and grappling exchanges because he just like, it's, it's back just felt like marble. Like it was just like <laughs> rock solid. And obviously that has now become them thinking that I'm just obsessed with your back. <laughs> um, so yeah. I apologize that I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable in any way. You oh, know, it's 2022. It. I don't want you to feel in any way that I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> lecherous or anything like that. It's not, it's not my vibe. It is more just from a from a sporting point of view. I noticed how strong your back was. All right. Yeah. I'm blushing oh, a little that. bit now. The guys have made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but uh, But yeah, so that's that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, one of the other things... That weren't is- the
0: first time he'd revert... He just uh, uh, said that your back was like marble. Marble was the term I think you initially used, wasn't it?
2: I'm not letting his go, mate. He's got a very strong back. <laughs> he's got a very strong back. Anyway, moving on. I mean, to be fair, I, I have to say, it's- you are one of my favourite fighters. I always love hearing you get interviewed and stuff, and you seem like a really, really nice bloke. My problem with this fight, Arnold... Mm. is that I really like Dan as well. Yeah, I've heard that and, a lot. of people like, say the same thing, yeah. Like, is there any way that you could just walk into the centre of the octagon, maybe have a high five and a hug, he can fill yeah. your marble back, and, uh, you know, you can just go for a drink together and just go, nah, let's not, let's just go for a drink. Is that possible? Yeah. Can we do this at all? I don't know. Maybe uh, Maybe have the pint after a fight if you start playing. Ah fair enough <laughs> yeah. that is true I, I, I mean as a fight I'm really looking forward to it I think it, it's a cracking fight it's a great opportunity for yeah. you against a big name he yeah, has got the opportunity of coming straight into the, the uh, fight a top 10 guy in the, a new weight class um, and it's, it is it's a, it should be a phenomenal fight I mean yeah. you, you you look at a lot of Dan's fights as well against Paul Felder Dustin Poirier people like you know that he, he goes to war with people yeah, uh, It it should be a really cracking fight but as I say, I think you're both top blokes and you're yeah. nice guys, and it's no, it's, a, a lot of it's people difficult, said the really. A lot of people said the
1: same thing, and actually, uh, funny enough, my last fight with uh, Sadiq, a lot of people said the same thing then. So maybe uh, you've still got a finger match from your fan favourites or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, but just oh, nice yeah. guys as well, nice yeah. guys. Um, yeah, but do do you think that? Because I think this one of the things I, th- I expect you're going to be asked a lot in the lead up mm-hmm. to this fight, if you haven't been already is the narrative of Dan dropping down to featherweight and how he's going to deal with the weight cut and how you perceive he's going to deal with the weight cut and whether or not that makes a difference in terms of who he is as a fighter. I mean, we've seen it uh, in terms of, like, durability of fighters. I think one of the 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 greatest examples I feel like I've seen is actually in reverse. Like, when Costa fought Vittori and they ended up fighting at light heavyweight, yeah. I was looking at that going... There's no way that fight would have gone the distance had it been at middleweight because they were cracking each other. And yeah. we all know the weight cut can drain you. Do you do you feel like, um, well, how do you feel the weight cut can affect Dan? I know he's done it before, but there was a reason that he moved up. How mm. do you feel he's going to deal with the weight cut? Yeah, I mean, this, some of his fights, previous fights, he looked massive. He looked huge. So people were even
1: considering him going up. But uh, yeah, you know, he knows his own body and he, He's done a test, I think. So he feels good. He feels like he's going to do it, and I'm I'm sure he's sort of going to give it his everything. This is like a resurgence in his career, I guess. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he knows what he's doing, and he's he's not going to cock it up. So he's he's going to come in feeling good and healthy. So yeah, I'm I'm confident he, he's confident in what he's doing.
2: And do you do you have to in any way look at? I know you said you don't look at tapes much. Maybe your coaches do or whatever. But do you? Do you think Dan Hooker at 155 and Dan Hooker at 145 are slightly different fighters? Do you have to prepare differently for a guy that's at 10 pounds lighter? Uh
1: yeah, 100% you're a different fighter. You know, you got you see it all the time with people changing weights, like you compete different, you got a different uh energy system, you've got a different frame, you've got a different uh you know, weight behind you. So yeah, people always, you see people go up all the time, they look better. But usually people coming down, it's not as much the same thing. It's, it's usually a bigger issue if someone's coming down a weight. But uh, yeah, usually people going up, obviously it's a weight class issue. Like they're in the wrong weight class. But coming down like at a later point in their career, it usually tends to be because it's not going well.
2: Yeah, I suppose Jose Aldo is probably one of the only guys we can point to as someone that's come down later in his career yeah. and done well. Most other examples of that have not gone particularly well.
1: Yeah, yeah, Aldo is a perfect example of someone who's done great. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. Talking about the, the the training regime and 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 being back in in, in Colchester and, and and near home training there, and obviously seeing videos of you training at home. When you are in camp, like. Is the strongman training that we see you doing is that is that factored into your, your 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 training camp or is that something that you do on on the side
1: for fun and for social media or or is that you know factored into camp? Uh, no, that's that's something I do for fun. Yeah. Uh, I have a coach I've been working with since uh, like my first few pro fights, uh, Will Whalen, Power through. He's he makes my programs for me and I I follow those to a T pretty much but yeah the strongman stuff is I do it for fun outside of training camp I'll I'll do that and lift with my dad my brother and uh, yeah yeah it's fun I like it I like the training but I don't do it I don't do that stuff deep in camp yeah
0: Is, go on. No, I just want to sort of get, but go on. Oh, you can jump in because I was just going to get back to the card and of the other fights on there. So unless you had something.
2: Well, I was just, just regarding uh, just one more thing on Dan. Is, is, is he the, the tallest opponent you fought? I think I remember, did you make a joke about your nan saying it should be illegal for there to be such a big height difference or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that? <laughs>
1: She was just saying it's it's not fair. Like, why are they doing this? <laughs> I like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he is too tall. <laughs> uh, like, what are you doing? Why are you finding a guy that tall? I'm like, I don't know. He's going to weigh the same as me. She was like, Look, no, doesn't matter. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. yeah, I
2: mean, I think he's going to be a, a few inches taller, maybe a, like, I think quite a, a four or something inch reach yeah. advantage as well. I'm assuming that's factored into the game plan of like you know this isn't Sadiq Youssef, who I think may have even been slightly shorter than you or a similar size um you you're gonna have to i suppose close the distance quickly and make him fight your fight rather than fighting at range. has that been a big part of camp
1: yeah, of course, like prepping like getting the partners and spiral guys that sort of frame. obviously that so uh training with jay herbert he's he's kind of perfect perfect body. Mm. absolutely yeah.
2: perfect body for for yeah. a dan hooker i'd say yeah yeah
1: and he's he's a high level striker so he's we've been getting some perfect rounds yeah. in to be fair so yeah. yeah yeah really good excellent
2: and is there much you can take from from dan's recent fights because i mean obviously we, we were talking about this before you came mm. on the chat uh that you know he fought against michael chandler the, probably not much you can take from that fight maybe i don't know yeah, because quite quickly but then he had that fight against Hackpress, where he was implementing more wrestling, showing a different side of his game, which was quite interesting and eye-opening. And then obviously he fights Makachev, and there's not really much you can take from that fight but, either. So, uh, that, ha- how much of his kind of of his previous fights are you able to draw from?
1: Uh, yeah, mainly the the Nazareth one with the wrestling, I guess. But yeah. um, yeah, like I know I has spar rounds and nazar as well. He hits like a truck, so. Really, I, yeah. I see. I see why. Uh, why he wrestled him. So you know, what I mean, so, yeah, yeah. And obviously the Islam fight, like you say, he's he's on a different planet at the minute. So what, what can you take for that? Yeah. Same with Michael Chandler, like he just rushed him down and uh, yeah, yeah, got the knockout pretty quick. It was first couple of minutes, yeah, right, first minute. Hmm.
0: But just going back to the the, the London card and and it is stacked. Like, tell me about some of the other fights that you're excited about on that card
1: yeah uh funny enough it's the first time i've fought on a card with uh cory mckenna so, oh she's from colchester isn't she yeah so she claims she's welsh these days but I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> she I don't know. does yeah but yeah i don't know she's even got the welsh flag going she even says welsh things but with yeah, an american accent know. as well now, <laughs> now she's kind of a
2: girl, but,
1: um yeah no so with uh i've been training with Corey since as well since we were kids and uh, we both sort of grew up at BKK training each other in Colchester. so yeah that would be a nice one the first time fighting with, with Corey on a card yeah, so yeah, yeah. To that. she's a absolute workhorse like trains too hard to be fair yeah. yeah constantly just hearing people telling them to slow down and do a little bit less so she's like yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she's a machine. She's. Well, a machine. She was saying
2: that she was saying because we interviewed Corey a little while ago, and uh, and she was saying that because she had that situation where she was getting headaches and stuff, yeah. and um and she, even she was saying that she's. I think, slight, well, maybe she's not, but she said to us she's learned that she does need to calm down a bit and stop <laughs> overtraining. I hope that she has taken that advice. You don't I think so? It. You think I she's back it. on it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I doubt it. I heard of her doing like fight weeks, She's doing like three sessions a day on the week of the fight. And then I was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> just relax. I'm just going to go do a
2: half marathon. No, <laughs> like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> oh man. Um, so have you found your popularity increasing a lot and followers coming to you because of the way you are on, on social media, particularly on Twitter and stuff with, because the meal deal thing has just <laughs> been going and going and going. And I think and you've I, even had a chat where you were like, Oh, I hope Tesco's don't up the price of the meal deal. And then people are tagging you and stuff where Tesco's have up the price of the meal deal. as if <laughs> like went the other day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone you, was tagging me up. Well, i was going to be upset. I like, well, I'm upset. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, what, one of the other things that I just wanted to—we're uh, aware that we're taking up uh, some of your time, Arnold. So, one of the other things that we wanted to, to ask was just to get your thoughts on the, the upcoming zombie versus volkanovsky fight. Because
2: you were calling uh, for the zombie fight mm. at one point, weren't you?
1: Yeah, there, there wasn't. Uh, there weren't actually talks of that fight, but I think it was looking like we were going to get that fight before um, he got the title fight. The only issue was he was actually injured. He was injured and sidelined, but uh, a title shot soon heals. <laughs> heals things, doesn't it? But, yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah I, I, I think Volkanovski's going to win that pretty pretty comfortably, I think, if I was a betting man. I think he maybe even stops him. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think Volkanovski wins that pretty well. Yeah, okay,
2: mm. okay. All right. Arnold, like, but before we we let you go, I mean, firstly, thanks so much for for coming back on the show and everything. I um, if I ask you how the fight's going to go with Danny, you just going to say I don't know? Is that?
1: Just shrug my shoulders. The plan, <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go out there and put all my training to practice and put all the hard work and go out and get a win that's the plan well we're going
0: to be Brilliant, there mate. we're going to be there mate and uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll get you a drink afterwards man. celebrate
1: with you yeah, sounds good I'm looking forward to it lovely yeah man I want really f- to feel this, I wanna feel
2: this back I want to feel this back I'm just I have to start like, doing some extra work <laughs> no you don't need to do anything mate it's perfect lovely all the best good luck all... at the cheers, fight mate.
0: mate thank
2: you mate cheers mate thanks so much
0: Ah, oh, wonderful. Arnold oh, Allen, what a top, top lad. Um, you started to blush a little bit when I uh,
2: mentioned your uh, love for his back. Did a little bit, didn't Was I? I? Yeah, you... Uh, Obviously going to bring that up. ...threw me under the bus. Um... Yeah, he, he's got a marvelous back. We've talked about it before on this show. We don't need to keep talking about it. Arnold's probably listening to this episode now. I mean, he he, he knows how I feel about his back. <laughs> I did describe it as marvel. It was it, it was pretty amazing. If you get the yeah. chance to hug Arnold Allen, don't pass up the opportunity because it's no. it's an amazing back. Um, Absolutely. But other than his back, uh, he seems like he's in really good spirits in the lead up to the fight. I mean, super chilled out as always. And uh, yeah, I mean, he just, he just seems like such a nice, friendly bloke. You're just always wishing the best and... and and wish him all the success in the world. I mean, such a huge fight as well. Dan Hooker is a massive name. I know he's not ranked at featherweight, but yeah. he's he would be probably the biggest name on Arnold's record. I know he's had Gilbert Melendez, but that was you know yeah. when Gilbert's, Gilbert was on the way out, I guess. Um, yeah. I think Dan Hooker's the biggest name he'd have on his resume. And if you're ranked seventh, and Arnold's on like an eight-fight win streak at the moment, so if he gets to a nine-fight win streak and his last win was Dan Hooker, He's got to be close to a... He's got to be close to a title shot. It's got to be like, you beat Dan Hooker, then you maybe beat someone in the top five, mm-hmm. and that's it. Then you're you're in. You, 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 yeah. You've you got to fight for the belt after that. I mean, there's talk at the moment of Yaya Rodriguez fighting Brian Ortega. Um, if, if whichever one of those wins... Do they jump straight into a title shot? Maybe yayer has got more of a chance because he hasn't fought Volkanovski yet, but you've got to think that Holloway's fighting Volkanovski next. So the winner of Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, if Arnold Allen beats Dan Hooker, could that be a, a really good shout to, for Arnold to fight next? And then that's it. The winner of that gets the, the title shot, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not that far away. Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall up in Birmingham. Like oh, how exciting must it be! Like and obviously we was talking about him uh, being at TriStar and what that was like, but. You know, to get these kind of, I mean, Ian Gary put a thing up with him moving around with Gilbert Burns the other day, and it's just so fascinating to see like all of these like legends like that that are are fighting the kind of you know the the new kids on the block, and to see, you know, just to watch Arnold like move about with like Leon Edwards or a Jai Herbert, be just brilliant, like you know, and it's it's, what a great um, opponent to bring in for training as well, Jai. Like that's uh, that's a really clever move, that.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean. As you say, it's, I just, I just think it's this lovely thing where, like, you think that maybe gyms have got these rivalries and stuff, but, but no, you know, they're helping each other out and they're trying to further the cause for British MMA as a whole. You know, the more, yeah. the more champions we have, the more higher ranked British fighters we have, and stars we have, that will bring more money into British MMA, which will. In- improve fighters for the future will improve current fighters kind of gyms and things going on for them and giving them more opportunities more media any of that stuff when you're successful in a sport people want to make more of a big deal of you it's just the, the the nature of it and i think if we were to get uh, another ufc champion uh, whether it be leon edwards whether it be arnold allen or down the line like a, a jack Shaw or, or or someone like that those people will become stars because they're a ufc yeah. champion they're the best of the best and that will bring in more mainstream media into talking about mma in general which is kind of what we all want we want people in this sport to be paid better and get better opportunities and uh, yeah absolutely and you know
0: I, I think as as fans of the sport you know we've been given this lovely opportunity to speak to these people and and, and some of the the spin-offs are. It's like seeing you on. Uh, we're recording this on on Sunday the 27th. But seeing you yesterday on Soccer AM and using that moment to, to to talk about like the 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 beautiful thing that is mixed martial arts and 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 to kind of use any opportunity to kind of go well look this is what mixed martial arts is. It's not necessarily what you perceive it to be. And and I think that there's so much being done on that now that you know this this is what started off as a little sport and having the you know the UFC come to the O2. With as as um, as Arnold said as well, with these exciting young fighters, yeah. they're all young fighters that are on that are steamrolling towards greatness. Like I think that's just gonna. Bring so much more attention and having massive personalities like Paddy and things like that and Molly it's it's just going to you know fan the flames of this glorious sport that uh, is every reason why we've we set up a little podcast just to infuse about it yeah,
2: yeah. Um, lovely I mean yeah and that, that that card is looking great I mean at the moment from top down obviously this is part of our kind of UFC London uh, mm-hmm. uh, set of episodes Tom Aspinall versus Alexander Volkov is a cracking fight uh, Paddy Pimblett will be on the card Arnold Allen's in the co-main event as we said against Dan Hooker what a great fight that is Um, Paul Craig is up against Krylov it's a shame about Paul Craig not getting the Gustafson fight but it seemed like Gustafson was injured then he's decided to just go up to heavyweight so uh, Paul Craig's got a really tough fight against Nikita Krylov the return of Gunnar Nelson Gunnar Nelson's going to be back on the London card Jai Herbert's on the card who we spoke to recently Mohamed Makaev a great young flyweight making his UFC debut against Cody Durden, and there is some spice to that fight as well because Cody Durden uh, said something about his uh, previous opponent, where he said he sent him sending him back to China or something like that. Not the greatest thing to say. There's definitely. Bad connotations to saying "I'm sending you back where you came from" and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Mohammed Makayev took exception to that, being uh, someone that has immigrated uh, and was, I think, I think possibly a, a refugee as well from uh, uh, Dagestan, uh, um, and then over to uh, to the UK, and it's, it's taken very much been adopted by the UK and and is very proud of of being now a UK fighter as well Uh, he's fighting Cody Durden on that card Mike Grundy's on the card Molly McCann obviously we love Molly Jack Shaw against Tim O'Valuev that is going to be an absolute cracker Corey McKenna Nathaniel Wood God the list goes on and on it's going to be a really great night hopefully for UK MMA Absolutely, and some of them names. In fact, most of them names
0: that, that Blake's just reeled off. We've had them all on, uh, some of them a few times. So go and have a look in the back catalogue of this podcast, and uh, and you'll get some more. We've had Arnold on, obviously, as we mentioned before, and on that episode we talk more at length. It's more of a career-spanning chat, which the first time we get fighters on, we like to do that. You know, talk about their journey in mixed martial arts, how it come about. You know, how they deal with the mental side of things, and then when they get them, when we get them back on in the lead up to a fight, obviously we're focusing more on that fight. But if you want to hear some more long chats with some, some all of these wonderful fighters that Blake's been talking about, then, uh, then go and have a little look in the archives of this podcast because uh, it's stacked alongside some of the other fighters that we mentioned towards the end, like Alexander Volkanovsky. You can hear us chatting to Volk. You can hear us chatting to... Oh, do you know what? I'm not even going to list them. Go and have a look because there's a real who's who. So go and get stuck in. And one of the ways that you can ensure you don't miss out on a thing is by giving us a follow um, on the social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So give us some love over there. Um, And if you subscribe to the podcast, you don't have to think about it. And it'll just pop up on your listening device and you're like alright okay wow they've just had them on because we've got some big names coming your way soon we can announce that we've got Michael Bisping coming soon we've recorded that Uh, that will be coming your way soon Um, we've been tying that in with the release of Michael's film Um, so yeah lots and lots of good stuff coming your way soon we'll be back next time right?
2: we'll be back next time thanks for listening guys see you later